now. It's Teen Suicide Prevention Week. And what are the conversations parents and educators should be having with teenagers to help them lead happy, healthy lives? Joining us now to tell us more is psychiatrist Dr. Marshani Naidu. Good afternoon, Doc. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Now, firstly, help us understand what are the main challenges and issues that teenagers today grapple with, be it at home or school or among their circle of friends? Well, I think the stigma around mental health um, has prevented teenagers from seeking support, um, especially with authority figures like teachers and often parents. But teenagers face so many common problems, and I'll just highlight a few important ones briefly. The most important being depression and anxiety, and you know, you've highlighted it was a teen suicide prevention week. Um, depression and anxiety in teenagers and even children are becoming so much more prevalent. Um, and unfortunately, this also leads to the self-harm behavior, which is also another common problem that teenagers suffer with. Um, it's not only due to substance use or drugs, self-harm just generally has become quite prevalent. Uh, teenagers struggle with acceptance, and I think even the most self-assured adult struggles to be accepted from time to time. But teenagers especially so struggle um, due to their lack of maturity and perspective. So as teachers and parents, I think, you know, we have the duty to make to make our teens feel more accepted by showing them love, guidance, support. Stress is a big um, a problem that teenagers face. And I think um, with the COVID pandemic, it's brought teenagers being stuck at home, away from their regular life. And this has really impacted on their usual patterns. As adults, again, and teachers, it's been important for us to teach them how to establish just healthy boundaries, simplifying their life and making home and school um, a safe environment, which hasn't, it's not always the case that home or school is safe. Um, bullying, again, another um, factor in schools is quite important um, for parents and teachers to work closely together to make the school an anti-bullying space. Um, I think also of concern is the desensitization that teenagers now have towards drugs, sex, violence, um, I think we live in such a, a society where sexual violence is so prevalent. And again, again, communication is the key. Very difficult discussion for the authority figures to have, but absolutely a necessary one. Um, a big a big reason why um, teenagers have shown suicidal thoughts, depression, is that they struggle with trust issues. And many of them don't feel like they can turn to parents or teachers for advice. And this leaves them quite vulnerable. I think it's for us, you know, and I think the, the theme of suicide um, awareness week is creating conversations, talking, whether it's with your child or teacher, with the student, just adult conversations with teenagers is so important. Now, Dr. Naidu, if these issues are ignored, right, and uh, maybe not discussed, can they lead to thoughts of maybe suicide? Um, definitely they can. Um, I think as parents and teachers, the most important thing to do is show support, um, especially if you identify one who's struggling. Um, I think it's looking at what is suicidal ideation and the specific suicidal ideation, which includes experiencing vague ideas about committing suicide. Um, suicide is viewed by the team as a way of ending pain, but usually no, active, no action is taken where active suicidal ideation is where teen experiences persistent thoughts of suicide and continues to feel hopeless. You know, this could be identified in school where 
a child who is usually happy, upbeat, is more withdrawn, uh, hopeless, feeling worthless. Um, and when the suicide ideation becomes active, the team could often carry out uh, a suicide attempt. So I think it's having a, a high index of suspicion in, in the teenager's behavior. And oftentimes it's brushed off or minimized as oh, it's just normal teenage behavior. You know, there's a fine line between that. And I think adolescence is such a gray area between being a child and being an adult that moodiness or isolation shouldn't just be brushed away as, as normal behavior if it persists. So definitely there are, are um, avenues that we should look into um, and not ignore the, the risk factors that I mentioned earlier because they can most definitely lead to thoughts of suicide. Now, the certain fact is that... Uh place teenagers more at risk, Doc? Well, I think it's what I've mentioned, you know, um, teenage, uh, teenagehood or adolescence is such a gray area where they're not a child but not really an adult. And, of course, it's also such a, a great time for possibility and, you know, the, there's so much one can accomplish in that age. But it's also a time of incredible stress and worry, pressures to fit in um, socially, perform academically, act responsibly. Um, adolescence is also a time of sexual identification, um, relationships, and I think a time that they're looking for independence. And it often leads to conflicts. But what's, you know, what's been shown is that most teenagers who have completed or died by suicide, um, 95% of them had an underlying psychological or psychiatric condition, be it depression or bipolar disorder, or an alcohol or drug-related um, um, disorder, there most likely was a, a, a psychological condition. And together with that, it's um, teenagers who are more irritable, more agitated, more distressed, and coming along with the depression is feelings of worthlessness, hopelessness. But other teenagers that are at risk are teenagers who've had previous self-harm behavior or a, a previous suicide attempt, a family history of depression is also a risk factor, a family history of a completed suicide, um, emotional abuse, physical, sexual traumas, all place teenagers at risk, um, a lack of social support, poor relations, poor um, relations at school with the peers of uh, teachers, feelings of isolation. But also what we see often is um, teenagers struggling with their gender identity and sexuality, often in unsupportive families or communities who, who don't really engage in these kind of conversations. All right. Now, very quickly, Doc, um, this is an important one. Some of the telltale signs that parents and even educators need to look out for, because sometimes uh, people don't pay close attention to the signs, taking for granted that, listen, this is uh, they, are, they, they are teens, they'll, it'll blow over, nothing major. But uh, these are some of the telltale signs that you should be looking out for. What are they? Definitely, and I think exactly what you're saying, you know, it's always brushed aside as teenagers being teenagers, but being more aware or alert to suicide talk, if I can call it that, a teenager um, writing about suicide, um, posting a lot of uh, social media online comments, um, if it becomes quite repetitive, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a red, a red sign of a red uh, flag, definitely. Um, saying things like, you know, they wish they don't be around or their life isn't worth it. And again, I'm saying, you know, repetitive, uh, a shift from the norm. Behavior changes, withdrawing, uh, drastic changes in their eating patterns or their sleeping patterns, being fatigued or exhausted. Um, oftentimes, behavior like giving away, um, 
possessions or things that they held attachment to, not being um, engaging in behavior that they enjoy, be it their after school activities. Um, parents or teachers would pick up changes in mood symptoms, um, just isolating, fearful, argumentative, irritable, um, loss of interest. I think in the family um, set up, isolating from the family. Um, those are the kind of emotional changes and behavior changes that are, um, are often picked up. But sometimes also the opposite of that, you know, um, excessively seeking acceptance, reassurance, um, attention, if I can say, but maybe just looking for some sort of connection, um, increased conflict with family members, and just an overall negative out- outlook or view on life. Um, are warning signs that I think teachers and, and parents um, are in the best position to pick up, especially teachers in the school situation, if kids are quite isolated at home. Right, now finally, Dr. Naidu, uh, a recent report by the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, SADAG, found that 9% of all teen deaths are due to suicide. And this figure now is on the increase. So let's zone in on parents, right? Very quickly, how should parents discuss suicide prevention with their children? How do you approach it and what exactly are the conversations they should be having here? I think it's to, to normalize this difficult topic of suicide. Um, SADAC has recently um, made known the hashtag Real Convo and it's having real conversations. So it's encouraging parents and teachers to talk about sadness, mood, depression, openly every day with your teen, not only on a time where you see the warning signs. I think it's important for, for parents and teachers to let the teenager know that they are listening, um, showing support, actively listening. And that means expressing curiosity or interest in the details. Um, just a check-in, you know, how are you feeling today? And I am here if, if you need to talk. Um, but then again, also to be quite direct should you um, suspect that your teen is thinking about suicide. And when I say direct, it's almost trusting your gut and asking directly, are you thinking about killing yourself? And obviously the fear is what would, what, what's the response if they answer yes. It's difficult as a parent, but stay calm because your team having these thoughts doesn't mean they're in immediate danger. Yes, the danger is there, but you know, to, to probe a little more, um, calmly listening and asking more follow-up questions, like how long have they been thinking of this and you know, what do they do when these thoughts become overwhelming? And just to engage in a conversation with, with a teenager. And then offering avenues to help your team connect, um, be it speaking to the child yourself, um, referring to another adult, or also pointing them into the direction of, of professional help. Um, oftentimes, this may not be received quite welcomingly by a team, but opening up that avenue or maybe um, suggesting that you could maybe set up an appointment or drive them to an appointment or chat to them after they confide in a, in a mental health professional. I think the theme of this um, teen suicide disease was about creating real conversations with teenagers. So um, I think parents should start being open in discussing feelings, mood, suicide with a teenager regularly just to be more awareness. There you have it. Thank you very much, psychiatrist Dr. Marshani Naidu. And it's been a pleasure having you on the official drive. And thanks for chatting to us about Teen Suicide Prevention Week. Thank you for having me.